How can socially conscious people like us, how can we fix our broken financial system that currently favors big banks and powerful corporations to a system that looks out for us average American citizens democratically without using divisive political action? This is the question we ask on the Crowd Effect podcast. I am your host, Paul Lovejoy, activist investment advisor at Stakeholder Enterprise. Uh, now, since 2017, I have been practicing not to be offended or disrespected uh, by anyone for any reason at any time. Uh, now, this is a practice, and it's uh, not not to say that I don't ever get feel offended or disrespected. Um, I've just noticed it more often, uh, and I do something about it. Now, I, I observe uh, in our political realm that uh, oftentimes conservatives feel disrespected by progressives, and uh, progressives uh, feel uh, get offended uh, by conservatives. And um, whenever you get offended or disrespected, there's this, for me anyways, and also something I've uh, observed, is that there's this internal discomfort that that happens inside and you want to get rid of that discomfort and so you know what do you do well you you attack the offender or disres- the person who is disrespected and then it's just this cycle that that never ends um, unless you become aware of of uh, this uh, being offended and uh, being disrespected. In the end, how, how does it help anybody to be offended or disrespected? Uh, in the end, we can't control what other people say or do. All we can control is how we react to what others say and do. Now, I know this is easier said than done, uh, but I have noticed a significant difference in my own life uh, when I do this, and this is a very helpful belief not to be offended or disrespected because in the past, um, whenever I get offended or disrespected, my mind now is, uh, is at, a, at a place where I'm not able to come up with solutions. Instead, I'm, I'm feeling like I want to get back at somebody. How dare they say that to me? You know, I become a victim and uh, there's anger involved and nothing productive happens. Um, I, I especially won't have any, I'm not going to be able to teach the offender a lesson. I know that that is something I used to believe. Well, if if I shame this person or if I attack this person, they're going to learn their lesson. They're going to think twice about ever offending or disrespecting me. But that never happens. Um, and I know when people have done that to me, when I have been uh, an offender, someone has thought of as me as someone who's disrespected them or offended them. Uh, people have reacted to me towards that way. And I have never learned any lessons like that. Um, because in the end, we, we judge uh, others by their uh, actions, but we judge ourselves by our, our intentions. So, and that's not just some me talking. That's that's psychology. There's a lot. That's there's an there's a lot of evidence that and data that supports this. Uh, it's not just just me talking. Uh, in the end, I find that by practicing not to be offended or or disrespected, my mind is clear uh, to come up with more solutions. Uh, and 
it, it's that also is evidence based. Uh, you're you're not uh, when you're calmer and you're thinking, uh, you're you're able to think more clearly. So, just wanted to mention that uh, you know all this political stuff. It 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 certainly is in my face. I try and and not. I don't check Twitter. I'm not a big news person. Uh, but it it still permeates everything. It's 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 all over the place. Um, this this divisive nature, and a lot has to do with it is by feeling offended or disrespected. So moving on to our news story. Um, yesterday or two days ago, uh, the CEO of Chase Bank, Jamie Dimon, uh, he sent out a letter uh, saying that. Um, our country is going to feel the effects of this recent banking uh, crisis for years to come, uh, and that it's important that the the bigger banks um, uh, regain the trust of the American public and and people have trust in banks in general uh, and to and to regain that trust. And there has been a huge uh, redistribution of wealth from these regional banks. To, to the big banks. Uh, he also said in the letter uh, that uh, he sees a recession coming on and um, uh, that uh, that big bank leadership, basically he's talking about himself, needs to work with our federal regulators to, to have regulations that will prevent this in the future. Uh, so uh, my take on, on all of that is that yes, um, the effects will be felt for years. I agree. Um, and it's, it's because it's for good reason too, uh, that, uh, Americans don't trust, uh, the banking institutions. Uh, so, um, Jamie Dimon, he became CEO of Chase, uh, starting January 1st, 2006. And under his leadership, uh, Chase has uh, committed 178 violations, uh, totaling $35 billion in penalties and fines. Um, this has, and uh, uh, here are the top five primary offense types. Uh, at the top is toxic security abuses, then investor protection violations, followed by mortgage abuses, banking violations, and rounding out with anti-money laundering deficiencies. Uh, and, and so uh, the $35 billion uh, and has helped earn Chase the number two spot for um, the most penalized current parent companies in the United States. Just, not just American companies. These are all uh, multinational companies companies, any companies, uh, corporations that do business in the United States are included uh, in this. And Chase, out of all of them, is number two. The, the Number one is Bank of America, another bank. Big surprise. Uh, of course, uh, Americans don't trust banks. Uh, the banks are, are constantly abusing us. Um, th this isn't me just saying it. This is a fact. $35 billion under his leadership in, in penalties and fines. Now, he's also done wonderful for uh, Chase as a CEO. 
last year they had 128 billion dollars in profit okay so that makes their penalties and fines since his leadership nothing um it, it, the regulations are our cost of doing business and I, you know i can't say exactly you know again I, you know i i'm i'm judging jamie diamond by his actions i don't know his intentions um and I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt, thinking he's doing the best he can. You know, they've uh, interviewed some of the worst criminals in history, and none of them really, except for the psychopaths. Um, uh, but I know John Dillinger, he was a bank robber back in the 30s, uh, maybe as the 20s. Anyway, he was saying he didn't think of himself as a bad guy. Uh, he saw himself as a good guy. So... I don't think Jamie Dimon sees himself as a bad guy at all. I think he sees himself as someone that's that's helping our banking. And he I really think he does uh, truly believe this. Um, and that's why I, I also think that he thinks it's a recession, uh, too, because when there's uh, times of recessions, uh, typically the government uh, looks towards uh, our banking industry for for guidance. Um, and you know, it, it's not a, uh, it's not a big stretch considering Jamie Dimon before he was, uh, chairman and CEO and he became, he's not just CEO, but he's also chairman of the board at Chase. Uh, he was on the board at the federal reserve bank in New York. Um, he's, he knows how this stuff works. He knows the game and he wants to be involved, uh, to, to, again, I think it's not just, I think he wants to help. Um, but in the end, the regulations clearly aren't working. If we're, we're if he's consistently being fined under his leadership, 178 times he's, he's committed violations, gotten caught, let's just say for, for violations, uh, $35 billion. Um, Chase has only been fined since 2000, since the violation tracker has been uh, doing this, uh, $36 uh, billion. Uh, yeah. So he's, he's only hasn't been responsible. I, I like $1.1 billion uh, he hasn't been responsible for. Um, so, yeah, he wants to be involved with the regulations uh, naturally. He, you know, he, he feels like it's a good thing. And, and in the end, it's not going to... It's not going to help. It's not going to solve our problems um, uh, uh, with our banking uh, system. The only way we're going to solve any of our problems is if our banking system is democratic. It's not. There's this large concentration of wealth happening. Um, Chase uh, is the most powerful bank. It has the most ass banking assets in the United States. And many people... Uh, consider Chase the most powerful bank in the world. Uh, he has a nickname as um, the most powerful uh, banker in the world. That's Jamie Dimon's nickname or moniker, you know, whatever. Um, so, so we have this, we have this uh, situation here uh, where, where there's this concentration of wealth um, Four banks control half of all the banking assets in the United States, and it's not it's not a democratic process. Uh, now, I, I'm not 
pr- proposing that we regulate them I- anymore and, and use our political process. There are ways. There are ways we can be democratic without being political. And this is largely due to uh, technology has changed everything. Uh, the internet has changed everything. Uh, we now have this ability uh, to be democratic in our banking system through something called crowd lending. Uh, crowd lending uh, allows you, me, everyone to become the lenders. And instead of, you know, like Chase, they'll, if there's a, a loan for, you know, $20,000, uh, well, they can loan the whole $20,000. With crowd lending, I could loan $25 and 799 other people can also loan $25 and together we can fund that $20,000 loan. And that's, that's crowd lending. It, there's no concentration of wealth at that point. You know, I could uh, talk on and on about, you know, how crowd lending also uh, doesn't create money uh, because that's, that's how banks, banks are the ones responsible for creating you know, upwards to 97% of, of all the money in this country is created through, through our banking system. You know, they're able to create money based by giving loans, uh, based on the deposits of account holders. So the more, uh, account holders deposits, the more, the larger the deposits are, the more that they can lend money. And every time they lend it, they're creating it. Crowd lending, there is no money creation. Uh, so that we won't have this systemic inflation problem. Um, so uh, that that's our news story uh, for, for today. Uh, moving on to our financial tip is uh, I talked about a little bit yesterday, automation, automating your budget today. Uh, you could automate being a crowd lender. Uh, there are platforms that will auto draft out of your bank account and automatically invest for you. You set the parameters and they're, they'll automatically invest for you. And then they'll automatically reinvest for you when you get your principal and interest uh, being repaid to you. Uh, and, and this is a way where you don't have to think about it. it it's, it's set up and it, it, and it helps um, fuel our, our economy with, uh, with, this, with us as the foundation, us American people, just uh, democratically without a large concentration of wealth. Uh, so, so that's it for, for today. Uh, my name is Paul Lovejoy. I am a crowd investor and I see you are one too. If you'd like to know how to uh, reform our unjust financial system, legally, ethically, and uh, without divisive political action, go to stakeholderenterprise.com.